Welcome to Career Beats, 20-minute talks to navigate the new career development paradigm. Hosted by Carmen González, coach and career advisor at ESADE Careers. Hi, listeners. I'm Carmen González, Associate Director of ESADE Careers, coach, and passionate about unlocking talent. I'm so pleased to be here with you today. Cover letter is your sales pitch to explain why you are the right person for the job you're applying for. If you write it well, it plays a fundamental role in convincing the recruiter to call you for an interview. So it is worth spending time thinking what to include to make sure your profile ticks the right boxes. But what to focus on and what to highlight so you put together a strong cover letter? What's the best structure to follow? and how to best emphasize your personal value. These and much more will be answered by keynote speaker and career consultant, Joseph Liu. Joseph helps professionals define and market their professional brands more effectively during career transitions, applying branding and marketing principles from his 10 years of international brand management experiences at companies in the US and UK, including Clorox, Goodwoods and General Mills. He's been a featured speaker at several Fortune 500 companies, as well as at top business schools. He also hosts the Career Relaunch podcast, where he shares inspiring stories of career change. I'm sure that his vast knowledge and expertise will throw lots of light on how to write a standout cover letter. Joseph, we are so excited to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Hi, Carmen. Great to be here. Yeah, it's so nice to be with you. So let's start from the beginning. What's a cover letter and why is it so important? Well, a cover letter is, as you mentioned, it's a summary, typically one page about why you're interested in a role and why you're the best candidate for the job. So it gives you the opportunity to explain your motivations, your career objectives, your reasons for the transitions that you've made and also highlight a few of the key professional accomplishments or achievements that you feel are most relevant to a role. And oftentimes, this is going to be your first impression that you have with a hiring manager. Typically, the CV and the cover letter are the first things that a hiring manager is going to review. So yeah. your objective here is to make a positive impression in a way that allows you to be invited for typically a first round interview. So it's really the start of a very long uh, process in the hiring funnel. And yeah. it's your opportunity to explain why you're the best candidate for the role. Yeah, because first impressions matter, as you said. And how is it different from a CV? So I think of a CV as being more of the what behind your career. And the cover letter is more of the why. So CV is going to be typically a chronological recap of all, all your key positions, your roles, your responsibilities, and your accomplishments. And that's really useful, but the cover letter is your opportunity to provide some color around that and explain your personal, your professional motivations, why you feel this company is interesting to you, which you don't necessarily have an opportunity to do in the CV, why you feel you're the best candidate for the role written in prose rather than typically bullet points. 
and why you feel this company is also really appealing to you or this organization. So those motivational pieces allow you to go beyond just a set of bullet points and share a little bit more about who you are as a person and as a candidate. That's great. I love what you said, that it's the opportunity to put color to your experience. So then in summary, your CV is meant to be a look back and your cover letter should focus on the future and what you want to do, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I sometimes get asked by people, Carmen, whether cover letters are still relevant in 2022, which is when we're recording this. And I think yeah. I think there's this belief that people have moved beyond cover letters and that they're kind of old school or they're outdated. But if you look at the survey data out there, just for example, one poll recently ran a poll on behalf of Resume Lab, and they surveyed over 200 hiring professionals and the vast majority, so 87% of HR professionals prefer candidates who submit a cover letter. But at the same time, they found that six out of 10 candidates don't actually bother with writing them. So to me, it's a missed opportunity. I would definitely do it. And uh, why not? Why not give them a little bit more information about you? Absolutely. So sometimes even just to submit a cover letter helps you to stand out, even, you know, without looking at the content, just to submitting it means exactly. that you're, you made the, the extra effort, right? For sure. In that same survey, they actually found that 77% of hiring decision makers give preference to candidates just by the sheer fact that they've submitted a cover letter, independent of what's actually in the cover letter. But the fact they've submitted the cover letter, it immediately gives you an advantage. So yeah, definitely worth doing. Wow, that's uh, something in very interesting to take into account. So Joseph, your background is in consumer brand marketing, and I know you're focus on, uh, you focus on taking marketing principles and applying them to personal branding. So are there any key marketing principles you keep in mind when thinking about the ideal structure for a cover letter? Absolutely. So when I think about branding and marketing, so you're right, my background's in marketing. I spent about 10 years marketing consumer goods. And we throw around a lot of terms and principles and tactics when it comes to branding and marketing products. But I actually think that a lot of them are directly applicable to you as a candidate when you're thinking about positioning yourself as somebody who could be a good fit for a role. So there's basically three principles from marketing that I feel are directly relevant to any written piece of copy that you're going to be using as part of your application process. And so um, I'm going to throw out some terminology here. So we got unique, okay. se <laughs> unique yeah, go selling. Ahead. All right. So we got unique <laughs> selling proposition, reason to believe, and call to action. And just to kind of break that down a little bit, when I think about a cover letter, it broadly falls into three sections. So starting from the top, why them? Next section, why you? And then finally, next steps. And the marketing principles can actually be applied to each one of those sections. So why them is really the unique selling proposition section. So not only what makes the company appealing to you, but also what makes you uniquely positioned uh, for this role. And and the reason why I think USP is important here is because it really is your opportunity to summarize in a line or two why you are uniquely qualified and appealing for this role. Yeah. The, the second section is the reason to believe. So when we talk about reason to believe in marketing, it's the proof points. It, it is the credibility and why people should believe the claims that you're making about a product or a service. So this is where 
you can highlight ideally three to maybe four. If you go beyond four, you're going to run out of room, but three key reasons to believe what are the key accomplishments or experiences that you have that are directly relevant to this role. And then finally, you've got the last paragraph, which is just a recap and what we call in marketing a call to action. What do you want somebody to do? What is the action you want them to take? And this is really important because if you don't ask somebody to do something, they typically won't do it. So this is where you talk about next steps, who's going to do what by when, and what do you want from them? And in this case, it would be to be invited for an interview. So that call to action just rounds out the cover letter and leaves it in, in a very strong, in a strong way. Yeah, I think that's very clear and, and very useful. Um, so unique selling point, reason to believe. So, you know, why you're the right candidate for the position and really to finish the cover letter with a call to action and, a, a, you know, a closing, uh, the perfect closing to make sure there is like a next step, right? Mm-hmm. So. As you said, um, a very important part of the cover letter is why you want to work for the company you're applying to. Any specific tips to stand out in this part? Well, the most important thing is to make sure you've done your research. So, And that might seem obvious that a, a candidate would do their research about a company or a function or a role that they're applying to. But the, the context of this, sometimes this, and this typically can happen with students who are enrolled in a business school program um, like Asade or any other business school is you're going through a lot of applications and this is going to be one of the many applications you put together. And the temptation is to just copy paste uh, your cover letter and, and because it's just more efficient and it's just easier, but you really do need to do your research on every single role. And that's going to allow you to customize your cover letter in a way that makes it apparent that this is really a role that you want and not just one of the hundred of applications that you're just kind of throwing out there. So that, that would be my one, number one tip. Make sure you've read the job description. Make sure you understand the roles and responsibilities and try to use that to inform that second section of your cover letter where you're talking about those key skills. So I would literally pick those skills that directly map to part of the, the requested or the desirable uh, res- uh, the desirable skills that a candidate would have so that it's just like a one-to-one match. And, and that that in and of itself can can demonstrate that you are invested in this process and that you're enthusiastic about the role. Yeah, absolutely. There is so much information that is very relevant uh, in the job description. And sometimes, you know, candidates don't spend enough time uh, actually reading the job description and making sure that they are um, aligning what they are going to write to the job description. I think it's the base, the best um, source to really analyze, you know, what's um, uh, your added value as a candidate and to really focus on what's important for the company and also to th- for yourself to think whether you're the right candidate and this is what you want. So definitely that's, that's absolutely very important. And your point about research, I think it's uh, definitely the most important aspect to do your research before to start writing. That's the first step in a cover letter, right? Definitely. And how to make sure that you're not just repeating your CV. I mean, we talked about how important it is to provide evidence of the things that uh, set you apart, but how to make sure you're not just repeating the CV. The CV is a complete rundown on 
each role, your responsibilities, your accomplishments. It's almost like a historical recount of your experiences. And, and while there is some process of being selective throughout your CV, it does tend to be a little bit more of a laundry list of what you have done. Now, the best CVs out there are written in a way that's specifically crafted for each individual role. But the cover letter really is your chance to give them the key headlines you want them to walk away with when they are considering you. And you can imagine a hiring manager, they, they may have hundreds of these CVs to go through. And this is just really your opportunity to leave them with a few key takeaways. And again, just going back to marketing principles, the, the, the way that people tend to shop, the way that people tend to make decisions is not based on necessarily uh, being able to remember every single fact that they see at the, at the back of a, a package of a product. It is really the headlines. Like people think in chunks, they think in headlines, they remember headlines. So yeah. that second paragraph, again, which is the most important paragraph in my mind of a cover letter, that is where you get to decide of the 30 different bullet points that you might, or, or even more on your CV that you might have there, what are the three key thematic skills that you want them to remember about you that you've got? And ideally, they're the ones that are the most relevant to the role and you want to try to hone in on those. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Joseph, now I'll share three questions that uh, have been chosen by our audience. So you can give us a short and practical answer. Okay. How can I make sure that I finish with a strong conclusion? So you were talking about, um, you know, call to action and, and the the closing of a cover letter, but how to make sure that I really leave this, um, you know, important print in uh, through my cover letter well you want to make sure that you are making it absolutely crystal clear without a shadow of a doubt that you actually want to be invited for an interview and again that might sound obvious but sometimes people kind of leave the hiring manager hanging a bit so three things i would do i would convey your enthusiasm recap why you feel you're right for the role and again to ask for what you want i would i would love to be invited for an interview, or I, I hope you won't mind if I'll follow up with you in a month in case I don't hear back from you, but to ask for what you want, say what you're going to do and make it very clear that this is absolutely a role that you would love to have. Yeah. No, enthusiasm is definitely, you know, key, absolutely key. The recruiter needs to understand that you're very enthusiastic about, about the job. Second question, do I need to write a customized cover letter for every job? Short answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, that that one's an easy one. Yeah, absolutely. I think I would not copy paste a cover letter. I think that most experienced hire managers, and you probably see this yourself, Carmen, you can very quickly tell if somebody has copy pasted a cover letter. So if it could yeah. have been copy and pasted, it probably has been copy and pasted. I would definitely write a custom letter for every job. Yeah. And again, goes back to... Um, you know, your real interest, your genuine interest for the job, if you're not really taking the time um, to, you know, to write about why you're interested in that job, uh, it means that maybe you're not that interested um, in the end, right? Right. I mean, that enthusiasm piece, Carmen, is oftentimes the the thing that tips the scales because typically yeah. it's not that clear at this stage in the process who you want to bring in for an interview. So you might have 15 candidates and they're all perfectly well qualified and you've only got 10 interviews interview slots and that enthusiasm piece 
typically is what tips the scales toward, I mean, all things being equal, I might as well bring in the candidate who has the experiences and, and the capabilities and qualifications, but also just really wants to have the role. So yeah, nothing beats enthusiasm. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And that's also the feedback that we get from recruiters all the time. So I'm glad that you also say that. And last question, how important is the format? Very. There is the content and that, of course, matters the most. But the design of the cover letter is going to have an impact on how people perceive you. So we talked about content, but there's also design and, and the, the how it looks, how it feels when somebody is reading through it. So high level, I would ensure that it looks professional. And the three areas that I would pay attention to are number one, the layout. And I would just keep it simple. I wouldn't get too fancy with it. You can, you've seen these like kind of stylized CVs. Unless there's a really good reason for doing that in the industry you're targeting, I would just keep the layout simple and traditional. Colors, again, black and white, I would keep that simple. And, and then finally, fonts, I would just use a regular Times New Roman serif font. If you want, you can use some sans serif fonts for headlines. But I would try to avoid the risk of your design and the formatting of your cover letter detracting from the actual content. So you don't want yeah. it to distract from the content itself. You want them focused on the content, not the, content. Not the design of your, of your cover letter. Yeah, that's a good, a good point. And I guess it also goes back to research, right? If you're researching about the company, to, talking to maybe uh, employees from the company and you realize that, you know, as uh, you might want to be a little bit more risky with with the format, then you do that. But yeah. uh, you know, if you don't know, it's better to make sure, as you say, that the content uh, has the entire protagonism. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now as final words of wisdom, if you were to give only one piece of career advice to our students, what would it be related to creating a powerful cover letter, or in general? Well, I would focus on defining your priorities. I feel like sometimes where people can get a little bit overwhelmed or confused or even off track is because they're trying to accomplish everything in the next move in their career. But I would really try to spend some time before you start the application process, before you start thinking about which companies you want to apply to, what is literally one priority that you want to honor during this specific chapter in your career. Not every chapter, but because every chapter could look different. But in this specific chapter, what's the one thing you want to make sure that you get? And I'll just give you a personal example. So when I was graduating myself from business school, I did my MBA at the University of Michigan and uh, actually did an exchange semester at Asade. I was really focused at that specific moment in my career on establishing some credibility for myself as a marketer. So I'd kind of dabbled in corporate marketing, but hadn't had any sort of formalized marketing training or experience in a reputable packaged goods company. So I went to work for Glad, as you mentioned that, which is a brand mm -hmm. at the Clorox company in the Bay Area. And, and it's not that I necessarily wanted to market trash bags and bin liners for a living, but it was because it was a big brand. I wanted to establish credibility. I wanted to establish a solid foundation in marketing, the nuts and bolts of marketing on a big established brand. So that worked really well for me in that moment in my career. 
And, and then later, there was a chapter in my career where I wanted to market things that I thought were kind of cool and I thought were kind of interesting. So I work for a startup company where, where the product is really interesting and kind of vibrant to me. But, but I think it's just important to decide where are you in your career and then you can make your choices accordingly because there are trade-offs to everything. That's great advice. So I'm sure that our students will be eager to find out more about you. So where can they find you? Okay, well, online, you're welcome to go to my website at josephlu.co. Or if you want to check out my podcast called Career Relaunch, you can go to careerrelaunch.net. And I'm also on social media on LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and others. Yeah, thank you. And I know that your podcast is really interesting. So I, um, you know, I advise our students to listen to it, you know, with many inspiring stories about career transitions, career change. So thank you for, you know, all the added value that you're bringing to the market with that. So Joseph, thank you so much for being with us today. All the tips that you just shared about how to write an impactful cover letter have been extremely useful. We have a much better idea now of how to write it in a way that helps us stand out. So thank you. It's been fantastic. Thanks so much for having me, Carmen. Yeah, you know, it's been a pleasure. So, and the Career Beats goes on next month. In our next episode, we'll talk about how to draw up a good career strategy. Are you kicking off your job search and don't know where to start? Are you confused about what companies to target and how to position yourself for success? Then don't miss our next episode where we'll talk to Jennifer Fink, career coach and founder of Fink Development, specialized in career coaching and training. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode of Career Beats. Keep your career beating. Tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts for a monthly dose of career stories, advice, and trends.